Kiras Hiran, the host of the hour, first to follow the fox named Neve, with books laid before the bear named M, to read and retire around the long fire. We're back. Your internet immediately yeah. started fucking up. This minute you oh, started saying it. the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I restarted everything, too. Uh, so we'll just have to make do. We're back. It's like we never left, because I've been podcasting with you every other week. Yeah. I was going to say, it's not like we haven't been podcasting, but for some reason, we recorded most of those on Thursdays. So whatever thing that makes... That was on you, I think, pretty much every time. So I feel like it wasn't 100% on me. I bet it was. I bet it was. (laughs) You don't know. You don't remember. So uh, I'm just going to get to claim the win. Okay. Okay, fine. I've I've had a busy few weeks, but sure. Yeah. Um... We're back and we're reading sagas because the minute we were like, what if we just never came back to sagas and we watched movies or something? There's a fucking strike on. So we got to go back to books. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thankfully, at least some stuff happened in this chapter. Um, yes, absolutely. Or set of chapters. Um, but. <sighs> um, Sorry, I'm tired. I'm just going to yawn into the microphone. It's fine. I think I have a toddler whining outside my door, but uh, I think it'll be okay. Um, do do we just want to get into it, or sure, yeah, then we can fuck around afterwards. Yeah. Um, I have a theory about why this set of chapters got good. Um, oh, which is, which is? We, had, we had an Icelander show up. I think the oh. Norwegians are just boring, but the Icelanders showed up and did shit. <laughs> Fair enough. So. It's like that we'll famous. Into- it's like that famous uh, Hamilton lyric: "Icelanders, they get the job done." <laughs> Fuck off. Um, <laughs> I'll try to summarize it. Although there's there's a part in here where um, it's just a lot of two kings named Olaf, uh, like bickering with each other. These men, these men have to get nicknames. I swear to God. I know one of them is called the Stout, but yeah. it's not enough. One of them is going to can be Olaf, and one of them can be uh, I don't know. Dolof. I don't care. Something. <laughs> At least, like, we know he's going to be Saint. Just start saying Saint Olaf and then King Olaf. Just he give me those two it. names. No, or he's something. Olaf the Stout. Yeah. Um. So, we do get a little bit of, like... The thing is, too, I, I will often just, like, flip through this. Okay, the part about King Olaf's character in ways is about our Olaf, Saint Olaf. Yes. Um, the fact that there are two kings named Olaf fighting is going to make my tactic of flipping through the chapters and kind of grazing over uh, a lot harder. Um, but yeah, for the most part, uh, we essentially get this like bickering about uh, some land that is kind of on the border of like Norway and Sweden, and both kings want it. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's really the gist of it. Um, we get a little bit of uh, our King Olaf, King Olaf the Stout, uh, going around and making sure that people are following the proper Christian commandments. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's just the the fighting between the two. Um, and I don't know if there's any like big stuff that comes up in here before we get to the, the good part. I don't know if anything jumped out at you. Um... Um, I don't even know. No, I think no. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it goes on for a bit. Uh, but then eventually, um, a lot of the people who aren't the, the two Kings named Olaf who are fighting over, who gets to like levy tributes from these select regions, um, are like, it would actually be great if there wasn't like constant tension and hostility between us and our neighbors. Um, the people who live in those areas would like to just kind of know who to pay, um, and, uh, you know, not have it be like constantly unsafe. Um, so basically everybody else is sort of upset with the situation and eventually, um, I forget, uh, is it Bjorn the Marshal who people go and they're like, uh, hey, you're friendly with King Olaf. He'll listen to you. Can you like talk to him about what his intentions are with uh, Olaf, the King of Sweden, and you know all of this fighting between land? Um, and he eventually does, and uh, 
King Olaf does something that people at my office love to do all the time, which is that someone will raise a problem. Um, and then the manage, like whatever management person you're raising it to will be like, well, how about you fix it? <laughs> um, so that's called delegation. It's a good leadership yeah. tactic. In fact, <laughs> um, all I'm saying is it can have a chilling effect when that's the only response you have to people you asking know what? for larger changes. He fucking changes. fixes it. He, <laughs> he they does. do fix it. Yeah, he does. Um, and Bjorn goes with his friend Hjalti, um, who basically says, like, yeah, I will, I'll go with you. Like, you're my best drinking buddy. Um, you know, be difficult to find another benchmate, uh, if we two part company. Um, uh, Hjalti's a scald. So we just get a yeah. chapter about traveling with Hjalti is him just making up verses about shit you do. I'm like, this man is the most annoying travel companion you could possibly have. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, they end up traveling together and they go and, um, who's the, the people who they first shack up with? Um, not in the sexual way. Um, but they go to, uh, I forget who the, the main guy is, but, um, the wife is somehow related to, uh, the Swedish king. I forget the like full lineage. There's a part where they explain all mm. the connections. Um, oh, uh, Earl Rogenwald, Earl Rogenwald, who, um, King Olavier had like kind of befriended earlier. We get mm. a little segment of that. Um, and then uh, his wife, who I think is uh, Inga Bjerg, we're going to get two similar names there. Um, and uh, they eventually develop this plan because they're like, the the king of Sweden, like, f- fucking hates King Olaf the Stout. Um, he's just like, I forget where it is we get this detail, but he's like, nobody can say his name around me. Yeah, he literally flies in a cartoon man. range. He's like, he's um, somebody Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime his like n- name is even mentioned. Yeah. Um but uh they're like, well, here's this plan. Hjalti, he's an Icelander, he's a scald. Uh Icelander like especially like uh Icelandic scalds were highly valued in a lot of like king's courts because while he's like annoying to just regularly travel with, if you're like a king who wants like all of your deeds recorded, uh, it's good to have a guy who can like write really good prose. Um, and I feel like, uh, the translator here, uh, Liam Hollander, he really tries to like amp up his translations here and do the internal rhyme, which he normally doesn't do. Um, so I think a lot of his like translations of Yalti stuff in this is pretty good. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then uh, Hjalti sort of hangs out for a while, is trying to scope things out, uh, eventually kind of raises the idea of King Olaf the Stout, um, and Olaf of Sweden flies into a rage and gets really mad. Um, and then he, uh, Hjalti basically, like, he starts befriending the king's daughter, and then, and this I'm pretty sure was not a part of the original plan. Uh, starts, like, arranging a marriage between her and King Olaf the Stout. <laughs> well, she seems pretty, de- like, she's like, my dad hates this guy, and all it's done is brought me grief. Like, fuck my dad, I don't care about him. Uh, tell me about this guy that I'm supposedly never supposed to hear about because he's too evil. And they're like, well, he's actually great. And she's like, really? Are you just saying that? It's like, no, 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 he's great. Then she checks a couple other people, and everyone's like, no, 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 he's great. He's, he's fucking great. Um, and she's like, oh, okay damn, my dad must be on one. Uh, and thus to make her dad mad, she's like, you know, what if what if I just married him? Wouldn't that solve everyone's problems? They're like, maybe, maybe, maybe. It's possible. It's worth the shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it this, like, continues to escalate. Um, she, like, Inga Gareth is the, the, his daughter. Um, she tries to bring stuff up to... Uh, King Olaf of Sweden, and he again just like flies into an absolute rage. Um, and she's like, I'm, I'm not trying that again. My dad sucks too much to like make him mad like that. Um, and then, uh, eventually after a while of like this sort of trying to feel things out, um, I think, um, I forget if, uh, the scald Yalti goes back to, um, 
like the other people or if he just sends uh the like thralls who went with him uh to report i forget exactly how it works out um but essentially they end up in enlisting the support of a law speaker um trying to remember the name of the law speaker um and there's essentially this like big banquet uh everybody's there um it's like a huge assembly and oh uh thorgny is the name of the law speaker um and so then he ends up like pushing it over the final thing which is just he rises up and is like hey this sucks for everybody like literally if you don't do this we farmers have risen up and killed kings before and we will do it now (laughs) um yeah and this this finally like uh clinches things so yeah just like every single time we can't bring up this guy he lives right next to us like we'd like things to be settled settle them do your job you're a king yeah (laughs) and if you don't we'll make you not a king (laughs) yeah so um yeah i think that's that's roughly what happens in this this yep. section um uh, the, uh bjorn does go back to king off the south and be like hey not only did i fix your problem you got a wife out of the deal i was like that sounds fucking great let's do it <laughs> uh i'm sure everything will go well uh what could possibly happen a negative in a saga never once um, has anyone suffered yeah um Oh, we also learn a little bit about uh, Hrærekur, I think, who's going to be a little bit more important next time. But Oh, you mean Chapter 81, Hrærekur <laughs> plots to kill King Olaf? Yes, I assumed yeah. that guy was going to matter suddenly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, overall, though, I, I mean, I think part of it, and I was somewhat joking about, like, an Icelander showed up and it got good. Um but there is this part where it, like, kind of moves away from, like, all the king stuff to just, like, here are just a couple guys who have to, like, get a job done. And that yes. shift in focus, I think, helps it become more interesting again. Yes. Instead of it just kind of being, like, he Much less harrying and, and capturing land. Yeah. Um, you get you get more, like, dialogue between characters and them just, like, trying to figure out what to do. Uh, which is some of the stuff that I just enjoy in general in sagas, so... Um, plus I, I enjoy the, uh, you know, uh, wooing this, uh, king's daughter for the, like, rival king. <laughs> it's just a good subplot, so. Um, overall, yeah, I, I ended up enjoying the, the reading. I started out being, like, fucking Norwegian kings, just going around harrying and, you know, christianizing all that (laughs) um so it's good to move away from the kings a little bit i don't know if you have any other thoughts uh no it was just uh, nice to come back have some short chapters stuff happened i didn't hate it think it was super boring so win yeah um well we'll hang out in this book for a little bit more to finish out St. Olaf saga. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping there's some more fun stuff ahead, but, um, and I think it'll be similar length to like what we read this time. So, um, that's about it. Oh, I still haven't adjusted the whatever. I'll fix this later. I'm not going to make a bunch of typing sounds on the podcast. Um, okay. I have no idea what to, oh, the schedule. Oh, yeah, I pulled up the schedule and realized I still hadn't adjusted our, our break. Um, I, I am still excited to be done with Hamescringla. So, uh, yeah, we, we're figuring out what we'll do next. We will not be finishing, we will not, we'll probably stop with, uh, St. Olaf and then move to something else. Yeah. TBD. Um, I know Nimble and Glide is in the, you know, in the wings. Yes. Um, I I definitely, I think we can like move away from the Icelandic sagas for a little bit. Uh, but when we get back, I want to do um, one. I think we should do like an Ada. Um, but I also yeah. want to do uh, Ervarad saga um, okay. or Arrowad saga is also what it's called sometimes. Um because it's just one of my favorites and he's a he's a weird dude so um that's about it yeah 
Um, you did it. This is this is Gotham City Limits length. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the other big thing I one we can't talk about movies, uh, but the other thing is slightly on the topic of of sagas. Um, I have gotten into a re- a Raven lately, so um, that's not. There's nothing saga about VTubers. VTubers <laughs> are the most modern thing in the world. I know, but I was just trying to Ravens show up a lot in sagas. I was trying to do some like a segue. <laughs> uh huh. Um. I for for the first time ever I have an Oshi. So it's it's fucked up that you've been adjacent to VTuber spaces for long enough and haven't I mean I guess it's fine, whatever. You don't watch a bunch of these. I uh I'm the one with a bunch of free time on my hands. Yeah. Um you're just more pl- like I talked Jack's about this, Jack's like, whatever, I don't care about VTubers. I feel like you're more plugged in, uh so I would expect you to have already like settled on something. And you have not. Until now. Yeah. Um I think some of it was just not like actually watching streams very much. There's mm. definitely like I would see little clips of things, but um Yeah. And there's like a few VTubers. But some of the thing too is that like some of the ones that I was like most often seeing clips of were Japanese VTubers where I'm not gonna like sit down and watch a stream. Um it's like I I uh have a friend who's like really into um Corone. And <clears throat> through that, like, that's how I got, like, would watch stuff with, uh, okay, you and Karane. Um, but I, I'm not going to like sit down and watch a stream of those characters. Cause I just don't speak Japanese fluently. So. Yes. Um, I did watch some, not all of, but I watched some, uh, where, uh, Corone was doing like English only stream playing. Oh, um, the, well, were, was it the Super Mario one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. that's a that's a globally famous stream. <laughs> yeah. Have confidence. <laughs> so it's weird because like Croning, I feel like it was at least for the English speaking world that wasn't already plugged in. I feel like Corone was like the breakout into VTubers right before Myth debuted. Um, and I, I understand that they've been around for a while, and there was English uh, experiments and, but. I saw a bunch of Corona clips and then I saw some Pika Me and then Myth debuted and like the world changed about like my media consumption um, yeah. and popularity numbers back that up that it changed for a lot of people. It wasn't just me. Um, but uh, that summer was just Corona uh, being cute. Everyone was like, man, this dog. Uh, yeah. But no, I mean, Myth debuting in the middle of COVID where everyone's work from home or out of a job uh, really did be like the perfect confluence of events yeah um there and they like definitely some of the myth and then um i feel like less of the the second gen a council i watch um, way more council than i watch myth um fucking love all of well most of council um <laughs> hey, look we all you everyone has a preferences right like there's just there's yeah. just characters that i'm like you know i'll watch a clip Here's the thing is, I don't watch streams basically ever. This week has been very aberrant. There's new girls. I like watching the debuts. And uh, I've been kind of really tired because my day job's kicking my ass. And I don't really have any podcast work right now that's pressing. So when I'm at home, I just put on uh, some of the new girls because they're streaming every day because they're on week one. And their schedule's not, you know, gotten a little more normal yet. Um, But normally I do not watch live streams unless it's a special occasion. I am a VOD watcher because I watch everything at two times speed. And even then I mostly watch clips and summaries. Like most of Fauna's streams, Fauna's clips, like she's like the one I probably like the most in terms of like big corpo VTubers. Um, One of her clippers usually does like 20 minute condensed versions of all the good bits of her stream. And I'll just watch that because I don't have four hours. Uh, I don't have four hours for anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I will I will settle into right now I'm still usually watching like the VOD the next day. Um mm. cuz I get to like 7 8 p.m., which is when um Risa is currently streaming and I'm like uh I have like a podcast to record or I just want to like chill and do something for me. Um yes. whereas like it fits more in at work, so I'm like at work just watching it. Uh Yeah. At like 1.5 2x speed. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, the new girls debuted for Hollow Advent, and uh, you, you've you've fallen for Nurse Ravencroft, Cro- Craft, Ravencroft, <laughs> uh, Ravencroft, 
Raven Ravencraft Croft. is the the, uh, the tag, tag yes. Yeah. Um, which uh, seems like everybody has done so. Um, I mean, I think she's great. I uh, I have decided I'm all in on uh, Fuomoko uh, intensely. Um, I think they're cute. I think their energy's good. I like their story as uh, characters. We're not going to get too deep in the weeds on behind the scenes stuff, but man, they've been through it. Um, and I'm glad they're thriving. They also uh, have a morning show that airs at 10 a.m. my time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's like half hour long. So I'll probably be putting that on at work basically every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, which is nice. Um, and I'll catch the rest as I do or don't, I guess. Right. Like this week's yeah. special occasion. But I don't I don't expect I'm going to be showing up every 8 p.m. every night to watch uh, the girls stream. Uh, that's just not my life typically. Yeah. But this is an aberrant week, like I said. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is like slightly odd to, again, having just been in the orbit of VTuber stuff to yeah. finally, be, and like, there is a certain amount of me just off of which is, I think has happened before. I've before I've seen like, oh, there's a, a VTuber. I like the vibes. Um, and I don't go all the way to watching the debut, but I'll like watch clips and stuff and then I'll just fall off. And mm. I just like felt the push this time. And I just decided to lean in because I could. Yeah. yeah um, why not? So, yeah. Um, That's fair. I, uh, I go hot and cold, uh, on just like what I'm doing. Like this past weekend, we didn't have any podcasts really. So I just ended up, on like Saturday, I recorded a really long abnormal mapping uh, already out. If you're listening to this, because it's coming out the week after we're recording, um, and uh, I was just tired, so I just ended up watching a bunch of like stream compilations of VTubers. And then I remembered the new VTubers were debuting, so I watched those. Just spent the whole night, just dropped the whole night in the bucket. And I was like, damn, I do like this shit. Um, mm. It's fun to watch the uh, funny anime girls stream video games. Um, it's a very low investment. Uh, yeah. But um, I, yeah, I will I, say I, uh, another like influence, I think, on me leaning in more this time is previous times it has been like a debut, which I will like sometimes half pay attention to. Mm. Um, I haven't had like someone quite in my orbit where I'm like listening to what they're saying and being like, oh, yeah, that I will like like seeing you tweeting about the debuts and then me being like, oh, I'm interested in this character. And then you are immediately like messaging me about it. Uh, (laughs) I think also uh, helped encourage that more. Whereas sometimes I'd have that like urge, but I just wouldn't have someone like directly interacting with me about it. Yeah. Uh, So it's so much easier to just like have it immediately drop. So. Yeah. It's weird because like I I feel like I'm not into VTubers the way a lot of people I know are into VTubers. Like we have a VTuber yeah. channel on our Discord. The people there <laughs> often watch way more VTuber content than I do. Um, but like also, said, this is the reason why I'm going to trust your input more. <laughs> uh, people who are really into yeah, VTubers. Like, I, the thing is, I I um I just don't know. I know Hollow Life, right? But that's like that's yeah. like. I know all the Disney movies, right? Which is like rude to the girls of Hololive, but it's still like the big one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't really watch anyone else. Like my favorite Niji Sanji VTuber graduated. Um, and until she decides to do something else, I'm just not probably watching much of Niji Sanji. I watch a clip when people post a clip. Um, I really like independent VTuber Amiya uh, Aranya. She's a spider girl who streams retro games. I think she's great. She's probably my straight up favorite VTuber just because I'm like, I, her taste is good. She's chill. Um, I'm rooting for her. Uh, she doesn't have hundreds and thousands of followers. So um, you just pull for the underdogs, right? Because most VTubers are not yeah. in a big corporation and flying to Japan to do concerts and shit. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like my uh, I'm not like that informed and I don't want to like dive in that deep. And I basically don't watch any Japanese VTubers. I wish I knew more Japanese because I would. I would. Um, there's definitely some, uh, Japanese hall life people that I'm like, I would love to watch like Marine and Louie and, uh, Luna. Those are my three that I'm like, if I knew Japanese better, I would watch these three. Um, yeah, but, uh, no, it's mostly just English stuff. Cause I'm like at work and I have it on at two times speed. And I'm not even looking at the screen. Like I can't even do like translated clips when I'm at work. Cause I'm busy. I'm like doing stuff. But I could put on a podcast and lately I've been kind of caught up on my podcast and not really feeling a lot of my podcasts. So instead, I have just been watching more VTuber stuff. Yeah. 
Um, I'm assuming that the Niji Sanji person who graduated was Nina. Cause yes. that was the other thing yeah, is yeah. I'd sort of followed some of her stuff. Um, and I was also having a thought of like, Oh, I should check out more of her stuff. And then she graduated like a day after I thought that. So <laughs> yeah. I was uh, like, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope in my heart that she will like, cause a lot of it, she was like, I felt kind of inferior to the people around me. I'm not as good at the streaming thing. Hopefully she can like take some time off, figure out what she wants to do come back doing something even if it's not being a niji sanji vtuber she was doing like live person streams before that um she was just like a twitch streamer so she could totally go back to that life um yeah um but yes i've just willed myself into having an oceana <laughs> i mean that's what that's what it takes right like i watched uh i watched the the when myth debuted in 2020 i was watching that and i was like i guess this is just the thing i'm into now um, cause I thought it was cool and I've never really like fully fallen off since like sometimes I drifted away and like, I don't really follow most of the myth girls at all. Um, I really like Kiara. Um, but outside of that, I don't watch anybody with any regularity. Um, and then council, I wasn't super into other than fauna, but, um, I watch a lot of crony now and, um, I have a friend who's really into Mume, So I see a lot of Mume stuff. Um, I'm still into fauna. I think fauna's great. Uh, and then, yeah, the, uh, the advent stuff's been good. I like everyone, but Shiori and, you know, who we'll see with her. It, it, I'm not going to judge anyone forever. Week one. I remember when week one of myth happened. I was like, man, everyone here seems so cool. Except this Kiara lady. She's just seems so boring. And she's been my favorite for a long time now. Yeah. Um, I mean, Shiori does have slightly bad vibes, but yes. Um, but I, if if I was the thing, with Sh- so the thing with Shiori is in her debut, uh, she has a bunch of like very like I don't know. She used unalive unironically in like a way where it's like, oh, you're like young and really into a type of internet. I don't really vibe with, um, you know. Uh, yeah. Don't don't be a TikTok teen. Uh, she might be a TikTok teen. I don't. I mean, I know she's been a VTuber for a long time before this, so she's probably not a teenager. But um, she just had very like tumblr fandom vibes like not even like i don't mean the derogatory just like you you have a certain like mindset and point of like pull of characters that you reference when you come from certain spaces you know like something awful poster you can see from a mile away stuff like that um yeah and then in her favorite books was a robert galbraith book uh who of course is jk rowling's pseudonym for writing the novels that didn't sell um but are way more deliberately transphobic and i was like She's just weird enough that I could see her putting that whatever like mean harmlessly in there. But also, I don't I, I wasn't already impressed. And then that's a huge, giant red flag. You're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's plenty of VTubers who just love Harry Potter. Like every half the Japanese VTubers are obsessed with Harry Potter. Harry Potter is very big in Japan. And uh, you just kind of got to let shit like that slide if you want to get into VTubers. Right. Um yeah. No one, no, the VTubers are not going to have politics that I necessarily agree with. <laughs> Thankfully, they are incredibly incentivized to never take a personal stance on anything. So I don't have to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they are still going to have basic taste. And it's. Yes. Yeah. Um, I forget what it was that you, you shared with me about like, now you get to have the. Oh, the- yeah, it was, it was Kiara talking about her and, uh, and, uh, Narissa were, uh, nerding out about their favorite Game of Thrones characters because they fucking yeah. love Game of Thrones. Cause, yeah. uh, Kiara streams for 10 hours and then watches Netflix until she passes out. That's her entire life. Rinse and repeat. Yeah. And I, and I just respond, I'm like, I already know this. I watched all of Reese's, like, streams. I know that she really likes the Hobbit trilogy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and has not read the books. Like, <laughs> It's like, what is wrong with you? What yeah. is wrong with you? Uh, her, like, real niche taste is she's into the Smiths, like, which is a, a fine <laughs> band. But, like, <laughs> to me, that's not niche taste. <laughs> but everybody treats it like it's niche. She really likes the uh, Smiths. This, that's this its own, red, that's its own red flag. If you if you uh, know too much about the Smiths, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, uh, it it's it's been fun though. Yeah. Um, it's something to do. There's a lot of fan art involved. With, like I don't play gotcha, right? Like I have friends who really love gotcha games and they don't really, I don't really get into them. I've, I've tried and it just doesn't work for me. It doesn't fit into my life. Um, and I'm not into like the big anime 
modern, like modern, like I didn't watch about you the rock or anything. Right. And yeah. I'm not into persona. So I don't have like the fandom that is constantly generating art of things. I like, I'm not pandered to in this way very often. And the thing with VTubers is there's always a fandom generating new art and memes and stuff. So it's it very self propulsive once you're in, um, and yeah. I think it's easier for me to get into the way I live my life than it is a lot of other types of media. Yeah. Um, like the only gotcha game I ever got into was unsurprisingly the Shin Megami Tensei one. Um, <laughs> I spent an entire summer playing uh love live school idol project after we covered love live on. Uh, oh, Beatrice, that one too. And uh, loved it. That was great. But like yeah. I was, I got in cause the anime, right. And um, it was a rhythm game uh, that didn't have, when the second Love Live game came out, I tried to play it and I was like, well, one, I like the rhythm game less. And two, it has way more of the modern gotcha mechanics with like yeah. a season pass and a bunch of boosts and stuff that weren't in the other game because it was old enough. And I was like, I can't. I'm I, I'm too old for this. <laughs> My brain doesn't work this way. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't even think of that old Love Live game as a gotcha game because like, it absolutely is a gotcha game. It absolutely is. But it was just like, oh, I'm, I'm getting the like cute idol girls like music game on my phone. Yeah, um, and let's be real. I put some money into that game, um, and I played a lot of it. Uh, so whatever. But I mean, yeah. typically, I've tried like I tried World Flipper, I tried Grand Blue, I've tried the the DJ game, the Miku game, the other Love Live game. Uh, I even tried that stupid booby gun girl Nikia game that everyone was there, there was a bunch of ads for. Um, I got to the main screen after like the intro story bit where like it popped up a season pass and an intro pack and a bunch of other things that you can refresh every month for eight dollars. And I was like, uh-uh, I can't do this. <laughs> the yeah. game seemed kind of fun, but I can't do this. Um, I, I played I played Genshin for like two months. I tried Honkai Star Rail for like a, two days and I was like, nah, this is the same shit. I didn't like it then. I don't like it now. You can't win me over. Um, I tried Limbus Company. I thought Limbus Company is too hard. I was like, man, this really could be a le- less of a video game. Um, and that went really bad for everybody who's into Limbus. Uh, apologies uh, to Kim specifically. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that was also one of the things with the Shimigami Tensei one where I was able to get a little bit more into it, which is that mm-hmm. like, I feel like every single one just has this like weird plethora of like currencies and all sorts of nonsense terms um yes and all of those nonsense terms there was still like more than there would be in a normal shimigami tensei game there were still like weird specific currencies to upgrade skills and whatever uh but enough of that was like just borrowing the terminology of an established like game system that i play uh that i i it was also easier to get over that hump because I'm like, okay, I understand how they're translating like this system that I know well into like a gotcha mechanic system. Um, whereas sometimes I jump into those and there's just like so much, I'm not like, uh, versed enough in gotcha games in general that I just feel overwhelmed like immediately. So, um, but yeah, but then with that one, I, I got, like, decent... I played a decent amount. I didn't really put much money in it. I think I, like, did something once at the very beginning that was, like, one of those big starter packs, and that was it. Um, but then I got to, like... I had a really good Lilith, and until, like, later updates um, in the... Because there's, like, one where you'll set it up, and people will, will fight you uh, while you're away, and then you'll, like, see how they did. Um, and I feel like, especially early on most players just didn't understand like how powerful buffs and debuffs are in like Shin Megami Tensei games. Um, and so with like Lilith, I was just like destroying people because she had really good charm abilities. So like people would then like their own characters would attack each other and stuff. Mm. Um, but then I, I sort of fell off of it for a while. Cause I was like, I'm just like winning most of the fights. I have like one of my favorite demons in the series. Uh, and then when I came back and there, I came back for the, the ghost in the shell, uh, crossover event <laughs> and played a little bit, but I was just oh my like, God, stuff has moved so far beyond. And like my Lilith just sucks now because like everything's tiered above her now. Um, so yeah, I still did get the major and, uh, why am I drawing a blank on the Tachikoma? Um, oh. And played a little bit, but... Um, Damn, no Bateau? Yeah. No, they didn't put Bateau in there, which is stupid. What the you fuck? Gotta put, you gotta put him in there. Uh, 
I understand you need the mascot character, you need the like main character, but it get Bateau in there. I'm like, I'm not offended that you didn't put Togusa in there, but uh, excuse me, the mascot <laughs> character of Skos the Shell is Togusa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. I'm not, I'm not upset that you didn't put Saito in there, you know? Oh, no, <laughs> fuck Saito. Sorry, Saito. If you're listening, Saito, I'm sorry, but you're boring. Yeah. It would be fun if you're going to put Ishikawa in there, but you're like stretching how many characters you're going to put in, you know? Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, no Bateau was uh you you got to do the you got to do the rankings and Bateau's up there even before Togusa. Yes. I like Bateau more than I like the major, so Yeah. I understand that she's the important one. It goes in the shell. It's about the major, but Bateau is uh, one of the guys of all time, and the major is not one of the guys of all time. The major kind of sucks, and not in a way where I typically am rooting for her. Yeah. And that's I'm, before I found out that she's only a super soldier because she's like a virgin, which really puts a damper on my enjoyment of her generally. <laughs> Are you talking about second gig? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking second gig. That is one thing um, with with Psychopaths. Uh, I was watching it. I was like, man, better worlds are possible just with like <laughs> the similar designs. Like I, f- I feel like there's a an alternate version of Psychic Gig where um, Kuze is more like a Makajima. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's a much better series. <laughs> yeah. So. Because um, I talked about it on Ghost Divers, but there's like. There's some stuff going on with Kuze in terms of how they're like playing with no play formats. Um, mm. but they don't actually do anything interesting with this character to like pay any of it off. So I, I just don't think, uh, I just don't think, uh, what's his face? The the guy who made Ghost in the Shell. Little blank. Um, the, the guy who made Standalone Complex or the guy who made Ghost in the Shell itself? Standalone Complex. Um, what is his name? I'm looking it up. Yeah, I'm doing that right now. Because my brain, it's, I'm tired. Um, no, I, <laughs> I don't want to know the dub voices. Kamiyama, Kamiyama, yeah. Kamiyama wrote this. Um, I just don't think that he is a guy generator in the way that, uh, Ganarobochi can generate some fucking guys. Yeah. Um, and like, lucked out getting some guys. Like Kamiyama lucked out, yes. Uh, getting Bato and stuff, but also the best yeah. Bato work is like happening in Innocence. So, yes, um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, people people should go listen to uh, when this comes out. That the final discussion episode will be out for Psychopath season one. Uh, of ghost divers and then you're throwing away me showing up to read nana with you to read nana with someone else i feel so betrayed you anytime that i've brought up doing an Nana podcast you've been like i'm not doing that <laughs> i know i'm just saying i already did an Nana podcast with you yeah we did a whole episode about nana and you're like ah no we're gonna do it again fuck you yeah, and then Ghana and I did an entire episode about Nana, and now we're going to do a whole bunch of episodes about Nana. Ugh. You have to be stopped. <laughs> uh, I just, I like it a lot. I get it. But uh, this is like your last shot. Once you've done this, you, I mean, I guess you're going to watch the fucking anime again later. Yeah, we'll do the anime at some point. Then you're done. No more Nana. I mean, it's still going to come up on every podcast I ever record. Uh. <laughs> Most, what if she starts writing it again? That's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even want that. No one should have to come back I, to their manga. They had to hiatus. Like, yeah. go, go home. Be free. Um. From stuff that I've seen with interviews, I feel like she wants that closure. Uh, mm. So that's the only reason why I want it is like, it would be great if she had the health to just like finish it out in like a volume or two. Um, She should write the script and then get someone to r- draw it. Yeah. 
Um, I know I know that's not going to happen, but I'm just saying it's a way around it. Yeah. I do, I do think that that's what she should do, but um I, I mean, I what I think she should do is never go back to it. Is what I genuinely I think unfinished manga have their own beauty and it's fine. Um, yeah. And and where it ends currently, I think is really interesting and good anyway. So mm-hmm. um I just I just understand that feeling that she probably has about having something unfinished. Um but I'm happy with how it is now. So I guess I will say uh I want Yuzawa I to have closure in whatever way that ends up being. Um which could just be feeling okay with it being unfinished. Oh, fair so, enough. Yeah. Um Anyway, we're still trying to figure out exactly what we're doing with stairwells, but it'll probably also be manga. It seems like where it's headed. Okay. Um, we we will just soldier on with sagas. Yeah, we haven't even had conversations about what Gotham City Limits is doing. Probably nothing for the foreseeable future, would be my guess. Yeah. I feel like that's probably like uh bottom of autumn's concerns. It's at the bottom to of my concerns too. I've got other things yeah. to do. So it's fine. I'm not really I'm not really like upset about it. I we just have had no conversation in a way where you're like, that's the conversation is that no one's even broached the subject. Um <laughs> Yeah. It's fine. Fine. I have like a new thing I'm gonna hopefully be doing next week. It's like replacing blockbusters and I'm really excited for it. Uh but I can't talk about it until Look, if everything goes perfectly, it might already be out when you're listening to this podcast, but I don't think that's true. So look for something in the next couple of days, probably. And if it's the week after that, then things really didn't go great. Mm-hmm. I will say, you don't I even know don't what even it is. Know. Nobody knows yeah. what it is. I don't even know what this is. Yeah, I think Jackson knows what it is. And I think I think someone else knows who what it is. Okay. No, no one in like our uh, little group of podcasters. I was just talking about it with someone else. Yeah. Um. Well, I think I feel like we're done here. I think we're done here. I'm gonna go yeah. uh, watch some more VTubers until I fall asleep. I need yeah. to watch anime for my anime podcast, uh, but I don't want to. I mean, it's just it's just the third movie, right? No, no, no! I need to watch more Deno Coil for the Deno oh, Coil podcast. Okay. I have like yeah. I have um fifteen episodes of Deno Coil to watch, and I I've have we have not set a time frame that's recording, so I could just say we're recording on the nineteenth, and I'm really ahead of the curve, really, when you think about it. So yeah, um, I wanted to get that done this week, and then I realized that wasn't going to happen because I didn't watch any last week, and I haven't watched really any this week, and uh, anime. Now more than ever. Yeah. <laughs> Don't expect to like it. Uh, what are we reading next time? Uh, we're reading 81 through 103. Nice. That seems easy. That sounds easy. Yeah. Again, I think similar length. Um, I feel like we'll we'll get some developments of things that got set up here. If I remember. Mm-hmm. Um. We're gonna get an attempt on the king's life. If if it's the one that I'm thinking of, uh, I think there's there is a fun little bit to it. Okay. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> I think we are still gonna get some some earls and kings and stuff fighting over land. But. Okay. Such is the way with <clears throat> Norwegian kings. Um, that's it. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Fox Omnia on Twitter, co-host, um, Blue Sky, where it's whatever the standard, like, dot, bisky dot social. Um, yeah. basically any, any, uh, like, social media service thing I'm on. Um, I think I am gonna, like, privately record what I watch so that when the strike's over, I'll go and put it all into letterbox, but I just don't think I'm going to use letterbox during the strike. I know that's like way above and beyond what the, the union asked for, but I think I'm just going to stop using letterbox right now. So, 
Um, That's fair. I wish the union told people to stop reviewing things in letterbox. I think it would be a fucking top tier baller move. They did not. And so I'm just going to keep I don't use letterbox as a social media network. I just am using it to remember what the fuck I watched because I won't remember otherwise. And I will not yeah. stop. But I appre- I applaud your efforts. I wish that the unions were uh, bolder in their vision of what it means to support the nature of film. Yeah. I mean, it's so like anytime they log something in Letterboxd, I also write it in my planner because it's one of the things that I just oh, do yeah. to like not just be using it for work. So it's very easy for me to just write it in my planner. And then when like I'm like specifically noted where it started so that when like the strikes over, I might go and like backfill that stuff in just so it's in there. Um, but yeah, Um It'll still be, it's like very easy for me to just not do the second thing. <laughs> so, um, I will still use AnnieList though, because I do use that to track my, my progress in like manga and shows that I'm watching. So, hmm. uh, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at EM underscore being. I am on blue sky at EM being uh, dash, dash. No, dash is the coast one. I don't really use coast. Yeah. Um, I'm on I, Twitter still it, but I still post. I post on blue sky a reasonable amount. Um, you're not missing anything, though, if you don't have an invite yet. I'm trying. I'm slowly. I'm at the point now where everyone of my friends has one. So when I get a code, I throw it in the discord, but they're going quick. So. Oh, yeah, um, I have I have one right now that nobody's claimed. Oh, there you go. Um, and uh, you can find all my podcasts, abnormalmapping.com. Listen to Abnormal Mapping, the best game dot club for uh, $10. No, sorry. I'm just doing this all backwards. Best game dot club, Abnormal Mapping. We just did an episode of Final Fantasy 16 with Austin, like two weeks ago at this point where you're listening. It was really good. Uh, that game fucking sucked. And then last week I had an episode with Olivia about Muvlove and Muvlove Alternative. Uh, that episode's really good. That game's also really good. Way better than Final Fantasy 16. Let me tell you. Um, and, uh, there's Patreon stuff. VoIP life will continue. We have to record another of those. It'll probably be dumb. I don't even know what it's about yet. Or if we're going to have a guest, I mean, we talked about guests that we haven't talked about it. Now it's Wednesday and people's weekends are filling up. Oh, it's stressful. Podcasts are stressful. Don't get into this business. <laughs> there's no money in yeah. it and it's stressful. <laughs> yeah. Just get a, uh. just get one good job that pays well. <laughs> That'll solve everyone's problem. <laughs> I wish I, I had one that, good job. And I'm still well. doing this for some reason. Yeah. Uh, um, get a normal hobby like going drinking with your friends or something. I don't know. Shit, yeah. not this. Uh, have have a brain that will let you like watch and read things without thinking about how am I going to talk about this. Don't even watch read the, go, people go join a bowling league or something. Validation. I don't give a fuck what it is. Yeah. I'm just saying that before I podcasted, I spent a lot of evenings just sitting debating what to do. And now that I have a podcast, I'm like, well, I got to do this for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I do that so, a lot, too. Um, that's it. Uh, apologies for any time that uh, me and Eve over talked. That's on Neve's Internet. I yeah. Tell you. <laughs> it'll it'll learn again when we record on Wednesdays that. more regularly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, until next time, we're out of the podcast. And then we are out of the podcast.
Thank you.